guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So today I'm taking you to the top right corner of our little verses, verses, verses quadrant for John 14 through 17. And today's was very, very difficult because there's four amazing verses. And and I actually had to put together some sets of verses with this. For example, the first one up here is John 15 verses two and three, which says, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. You click on that word purgeth and it takes you to purifies. Okay. Now ye are clean through the word, which I have spoken unto you. So it's an interesting concept here. If we're not bearing forth good fruit, he's going to take it away. But every branch, which beareth fruit, he is going to purify it. So it brings forth even more fruit. There's a powerful lesson there for us with regards to when we're doing good things and we see ourselves growing well, and it's, it's that current bush idea where the savior is going to then purify it. So we can bring forth even more fruit wonderful verses right here. The second section right here, I had to narrow it down to five verses together. It's John 15, five through 10, which says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me, ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If ye abide in me and and my words abide in you. Ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. Again, I mentioned yesterday about how love is mentioned so many times. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Let me come back to that whole concept in just a moment right here. Let me take you to the next one. John 15, 13. My goodness, such a good verse. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Here's the Savior prophesying and testifying about his future martyrdom and the death that he is going to have there. Greater love hath no man than this. And he lays down his life for his friends. Oh, great verse. For the fourth one, I want to take you over to John 16 and take you over to verse number 20. Verily, verily, I say unto you that ye shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice and ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. Now that's a powerful verse. There's lots of shalls right there. I've taken that one and I've moved that one through even over that John 15, 13. I know. And again, so much of it has to do with just where you're at in your life right now. But this one, look, you're going to have struggles. It's going to happen, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. In the previous one, I wanted to take that John 15, 5 through 10 through to my third verse today. And maybe it's because right now in my Book of Mormon reading, I'm in Jacob chapter 5 and I've been reading the Olive Tree Allegory, all 77 verses for like five days. And I keep noticing this idea of the importance of trees bringing forth fruit. Now, in order to bring forth that fruit that the Savior wants us to bring forth, we need to abide in him. You probably noticed that 
that, that word abide is mentioned quite a bit. I was thinking about this and I was remembering Elder Bednar's talk from this last general conference, April 2023, how he spoke about the concept of abide in me and I in you, therefore walk with me. There's a little section I want to share with you about what Elder Bednar said about the importance of abiding in Jesus Christ and what that means. So go ahead and watch this. The Lord Jesus Christ extends to each of us the invitation to abide in Him. But how do we actually learn and come to abide in Him? The word abide denotes remaining fixed or stable and enduring without yielding. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland explained that abiding as an action means, quote, to stay, but to stay forever. That is the call of the gospel message to everyone in the world. Come, but come to remain. Come with conviction and endurance. Come permanently for your sake and the sake of all the generations who must follow you." Close quote. Thus, we abide in Christ as we are firm and steadfast in our devotion to the Redeemer and His holy purposes in times both good and bad. We begin, to ex we begin to abide in the Lord by exercising our moral agency to take upon ourselves His yoke through the covenants and ordinances of the restored gospel. The covenant connection we have with our Heavenly Father and His resurrected and living Son is the supernal source of perspective, hope, power, peace, and enduring joy. It also is the rock-solid foundation upon which we should build our lives. We abide in Him by striving continually to strengthen our individual covenant bond with the Father and the Son. For example, praying sincerely to the Eternal Father in the name of His beloved Son deepens and fortifies our covenant connection with them. We abide in Him by truly feasting upon the words of Christ. The Savior's doctrine draws us as children of the covenant closer to Him and will tell us all things what we should do. We abide in Him by preparing earnestly to participate in the ordinance of the sacrament, reviewing and reflecting on our covenant promises and repenting sincerely. Worthily partaking of the sacrament is a witness to God that we are willing to take upon ourselves the name of Jesus Christ and strive to always remember Him after the brief period of time required to participate in that sacred ordinance. And we abide in Him by serving God as we serve His children and minister to our brothers and sisters. The Savior said, If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. I love how what Elder Bednar brought up from Elder Holland, how it talks about abiding is not just staying, but staying forever. Now, the cool thing about that, when you go back to that John 15, verse 5, where it says, 
for without me, ye can do nothing. You click on that footnote B and it takes you to our youth theme this year of Philippians 4.13, where I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So that importance of abiding with the Savior. I can't, for me personally, it is that covenantal connection that Elder Bednar talked about. And maybe that's again on my mind a lot lately, but it's the importance of connecting ourselves to the Savior. When there's so many other things out there that are just clamoring for our attention, we are to stay with him and abide with him. And that's going to help us do all things through him. I love that message and I'm grateful for it. And that's why it made it as the winner of that third little quadrant for me. And then tomorrow we're going to put all of this together with my fourth one and tying these thoughts together to show you why these words from the Savior are so powerful for them and for us as well. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.